And let's go on down to verse 16. And what we're talking about is sanctification. And we're talking about Paul is thanking them for that growth. So let's just say sanctification can also be seen as my spiritual growth. My spiritual growth. When he saved me, Katrina, good to see you tonight. Amen. Give Katrina a hand. She's been out for a when he saved me, he, uh, he saved me from the power, presence, and penalty of sin, but he saved me so I could grow. He wants to share his life with me. He wants to see me grow. He wants to see me grow. He doesn't just want to see me attend Bible study. He doesn't want to just see me attend church, but he wants to see me grow. And he gave me an example of who I should look like and be like and what I should grow into. And that example is Christ. That's all of our examples. Uh, even when Paul uh, told people to emulate him, he says, I want you to emulate means to act like. He's saying, look, I want you to follow me as I what? I want you to do what I do as long as you can identify the fact that Christ did it like that. And that's all of us. That's all of us. That's why it's dangerous to look at me and say, oh, I want to be like that. And I wish I was like that. To look at Dr. Vick and say, oh, man, ooh, if I was just like Dr. Vick. No. None of us meet that mark. We are constantly growing into that mark. Amen. Amen. And we have to take that growth serious in order to grow. Amen. And we can call that, in a nutshell, sanctification. Okay, so what Paul wanted them to do was to, he, 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 he commended them for growing in their faith. Okay, and let's go to Ephesians 4. And let's start reading at verse 4. minister to have something and only people of beautification want to be out and attend in here. And if they don't quite do it like the ushers did, we want to uh, compare them to the ushers and say that they should have done it better because I enjoyed, enjoyed it when the ushers did. Because if the beautification doesn't look good, uh, the pastor and wife doesn't look good, the ushers don't look good, uh, the deacons and trustees don't look good, nor do the members look good. Because we're on the same team. Don't be scared to talk. Just talk the same, even if it's wrong. <laughs> All right? We're on the same team, and that's what basically what he's saying there. One body, one spirit. One hope in your call, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, Father of all, above all, through all, in, we're on the same team. Unity, we're on the same team. All right? Come on. Come on, Nicholas, sir. But unto every one of us, the 
He gave us all the ability to participate. Everybody in here can participate to the body. Everything can participate to the body. Because he gave all of us, uh, each one of us, grace, unmerited favor, according to the measure of his gift. Therefore, come on, come on. Wherefore, he said, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive. All right. They gave gifts unto men. All right. Gave gifts to men. Mankind. Come on. Not that he Now they're talking about Christ as he was uh, left here prior to Pentecost. They said that where is he now? On where? Look on. Look at verse eight. Look what. Look what. Look at verse eight. It tells us where he is. He's ascended on high. High would be where? All right. There you go. And uh, what he did, he led captivity what? Yeah. What is it that had us captive? Sin. He led them captive. Okay, I got this. They lock, captivity is locked up. You don't have to worry about sin anymore. Sin doesn't have the same power and influence that it had over you. Because I led that captive. I got it in handcuffs. If I'm talking about that, if you let a person in handcuffs come and rob you, <laughs> something going on with your mind. They sit up there in handcuffs. Give me all you got. Better live yet behind. I mean, give it to me now, now. Okay? If, I, if you don't go in there and get one of them rolling pins, see, I'm going to give it to you. Bam! You want some more? Bam! All right, he led captivity captive. Now watch this, keep on going, okay? He that descended here the same also, that ascended up towards the... No, no, go back to verse 9. Start in verse 9. Not that he ascended, where he did, but he also descended further to the lower part of the earth. Okay, while he was in the grave, those three days, according to scripture, he did what? Descended. Before he went back up, he descended. Now, according to teachings and theologians, paradise used to be down. But when Christ ascended, he took it back up with him. It's no longer down. They all came and went up with him. So it's not that he ascended, but he first. Descended. Then what else happened? Come on, Shirley. Verse 10. He that descended is the same also that ascended up from above all heaven. Uh-huh. That he might feel all things. That he could complete the work. My assignment is over. I'm checking back in, God. My assignment is over. I've got captivity captive. I've got sin captive. I've died for sin. I went down here and got the ones who, uh, who died prior to me coming. Now we're all back up here in paradise. My assignment is over. I've accomplished my assignment. So that he could do, it says, so that he could, he might feel what? All things. How many things? All things. All right. All things as it pertains to salvation. As it pertains to salvation. 
Sanctification is already filled in his mind. Mm -hmm. It's already filled. Like a parent sending that tuition uh, for that child to college. You understand? Tuition already in the bank account. All they got to do is to go into the uh, register's office or the financial aid office and swipe the card. Mm -hmm. Because the money has already been put in the bank by the parents to pay your tuition for this semester. Mm -hmm. Now you can go take that money out if you want to and do something else with it. Mm -hmm. But it's already been filled. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't have to get any more money to pay that off. Got that? Mm -hmm. No. You got it? All right, well, let's say something. Say it loud. All right, come on, Shirley. And he gave some apostles, and some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors, and teachers. All right, these are the authoritative figures he left in the earth realm. Come on. For the perfection of the saints. Why did he give some prophets and evangelists and apostles, pastors and teachers, why did he do that? For the maturing or the growth or the perfecting of the saints. Also, and, and there to do what? For the what? Work of the ministry. If I have the gift of teaching, I'm not to just have that gift and sit down on it and people need teaching. And I'm just sitting down here with my logs. Oh, I knew that. You mean they didn't know that? No, that's why they don't know it, because you're not teaching. Uh-huh. That's right. You could ask a child, step on somebody's foot, and uh, you're training your child, and he stepped on your foot at home, and you said, baby, when you step on my mama's foot or daddy's foot or somebody's foot, you're supposed to say, excuse me. Now you see him step on somebody's foot, and you say, oh, wait a minute now, what are you supposed to say? Hey, look, he stepped on his foot, excuse me. What's that Excuse me. That's teaching. Somebody had to teach that child. Amen. So when he left teachers here, we're to teach. And we're to teach for the, uh, 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 equip the saints, for the work of the ministry, and what else? For the building up of the body of Christ. Come on. 13. Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect name, the living of the statue of the goodness of Christ. Now, that's where I was trying to get to. He left all these gifts here in the earth so that saints could be equipped so that saints could work the ministry, so that saints could build up the body, until, verse 13, until what? We all come to the unity of the faith, the faith in which we believe, our faith in Christ, and who we believe is our Savior, ascended and descended, till we all come to the unity of the faith, and what? And the knowledge of the Son of God to a what? Mature man. That's what that perfect means. Mature man. To a mature man. Uh, to the what? Measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. 
So Christ is our example for sanctification. Y'all see that? So when Paul is saying that I'm commending you for your growth, he says I'm commending you for your growth. He's saying that you've been growing in holiness. I'm commending you. Then he encouraged them in persecution. He said, you know what? You've been able to take something and keep rolling. Some folk can't take nothing. They cannot take nothing. Can't take nothing. <coughs> cannot take nothing. I can't say anything because I'm hurt. <laughs> Come on, Dr. Fick. I, I have a question. Come on. Uh, let's uh, talk back down from verse 11. Uh, uh, first, I want to make, ask the first and then go to verse 11. When you were talking about uh, the hospitality, you were talking about the team. Mm -hmm. We all on the same team. Could you say as believers that we're all on the same team? doesn't matter where we're located. Yes. Yeah, they're all on the same team. New St. Paul, old St. Paul. Right. Same team. Right. First Baptist, same team. And I, I believe that if we kind of get that in our spirit, the world would be a better place. Exactly. Yeah. And, and all of us don't have the same assignment. Right. right. I can't compare to what we're doing to what somebody else over here is doing just because they're doing it, because God knows who he placed here. Right. right. Good. Uh, um, verse 11, uh, all of these gifts that is listed in verse 11, uh, are they operating in the church today to make it more effective? There are schools of thought on that, Dr. B. Some people say that uh, to be an apostle, you have to have seen Jesus. And mm -hmm. if you weren't there to see him, to do this, then that gift is not operating. Mm -hmm. Some people say, yeah, it is operating because he called me to be one. <laughs> so I, I don't really uh, give really opinions on that. I let them debate that. You follow what I'm saying? But I do know that all of these gifts were given for the church itself. What was the role of an apostle? Sent. Sent to do what? Establish. Establish the church. So when people go around establishing churches, they say, I'm an apostle. Because I just established ministries. I have a church over here that the Lord had me to establish. I have a church over there that's operated in the gift of an apostle. Because that's what apostles did. Those, those 12 apostles that went out, they went out planting churches everywhere. Okay? And there is a scripture that says that they should have seen Christ and da-da-da-da. Uh, and, 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 and they were uh, there during the time that he walked. And Paul even said that he was an apostle out of season. Mm -hmm. And he said that because he had personally seen Christ himself. Amen. So somebody could say, well, if Paul could be out of season, how come I can't be? All right. Get your sin. You follow what I'm saying? Uh, uh, basically, Brother Swift has a good question. Did you see him? Paul saw him when? On the bathroom road. How did he see him? Spirit rain. But let's just say I saw him walk through that door. You understand what I'm talking about? Let's just say, let, let's just have a Pauline experience. I'm sitting up here at the church fixing lights, and all of a sudden, there he walks through the door. And there I am down. He starts talking to me and said, Listen, I want you to uh, not only be here, but I want you to plant churches in several different areas. Now, did I see him? 
So that's that's something. You see what I'm saying? That's why I don't even go there because that's something that we can just be on the whole time. So if you come in and say I'm Apostle Doctor V, guess what I'm gonna call you? Apostle Doctor V, because my emphasis is gonna be on trying to get uh, the people that he's placed me with to grow. Whether I'm an apostle or not, won't keep, won't send me to hell, nor will it keep you out of heaven. Right, so my focus is going to be trying to get, keep folk out of hell and get them to heaven. You follow me? So that's kind of how I do that, but there are two schools of thought, and they said that that gift is no, I've heard, it's, I've heard it in the seminary. That gift, that office is no longer needed. It's no longer operating. You only had 12 of them. I don't debate. You follow what I'm saying? So that's my best answer. I, I hate that I can't. I, I can't. Give I don't know enough to say yes or no. Come on, Doc. Oh, that's just like you have a pastor. That's one of the gifts in here, too, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so something could happen to you before you came. They needed another pastor, right? Mm -hmm. So we're looking at the office, so therefore the office had to be fulfilled. Okay. So even though some people think that the office is dying off, the office is still there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. People are still planning church. Right. In the name of Christ. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't debate that now. I'm just throwing some stuff. I understand. And I'm, I'm receiving it. I'm, I'm catching but <laughs> right? well, what I'm saying is, my, my, my philosophy is not to debate. Right. Right. Yeah, that's my philosophy. Right. And I, I let it be what it is. I agree. And I don't debate. <laughs> and, and then they're going to have to give an account. See, they're the ones going to have to give an account. If, 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 they're, if they're not who they say they are, they have to give an account to God. Amen. And then usually the gift is going to magnify itself. You're going to know whether a person is a pastor, whether they are a teacher, and all of that. Come on, Jerry. Now, if, if you look at it technically, when it comes to the word the Bible says uh, that we're not supposed to debate with non-believers. Now, if you just look at it technically, they don't believe what you believe. Okay, don't argue with them. Right, he said don't bake with anybody. Yeah. Not only don't believe he said don't get into vain arguments. When he says vain arguments, he's meaning arguments that don't go nowhere. Right. Arguments that if we never had, it doesn't hurt or help nothing. That's right. What color, uh, what color suits were temptations wearing when they did my girl? <laughs> <laughs> on the Ed Sullivan show. <laughs> yeah, 1964. Uh, 65. What color tuxedo did they have on? But they had on red. They had. Black and white. Black and white. Come on, Pastor. All right. So, so you see what you see what we're saying. What Paul did. Now, Paul, uh, he encouraged them in persecution. Then he prayed for their blessings. He says, "Listen, and, and, and uh, this is all in the first chapter. He prayed for their blessings. 
Then in chapter 2, he talked about the comfort of the believer. Then he encouraged them to wait uh, patiently. And then he goes on over. And when he gets to chapter 4, he starts talking about finally. You understand what I'm talking about?
But you know, we don't have to get that power. Oh, I don't have to be that by 10, 20. <laughs> <laughs> but yet I expect to grow. And I can't understand why folk are running into walls and stuff. Maybe they started in Sunday school. Something happened in Sunday school to get them all messed up in church. And the choir didn't have to sing. They over there screaming and hollering. Ain't nothing happened. What they hollering about? He said, we've got to receive the wine from somebody. That's right. You better hear me. See, this goes all the way back to Ernest Dawson and Columbus Higgins over in Pine Bluff. Somebody teaching the word. Pearl Anthony, out of True Band. Now you can stand up and teach. Now I can stand up and do some work. But if I get to working before we're in the teaching, I'm just here. All I get is church. I got my 20. And Sunday school wasn't part of it. No, it was Bible study. So he says, your growth, you're going to abound more and more as you have received from us how you ought to walk and please God. So if I'm going to grow, number one, I got to have instruction, I got to have teaching. Then I've got to uh, understand that instruction and teaching. I have to understand how to walk. There's more to receiving a blessing than just to say, reach up and grab. Amen. When praises go up, Amen. blessings come. Amen. I'm not saying they may not be coming for somebody else, and if they get so close, you snatch it. <laughs> I'm talking about a blessing that falls in your pocket. You understand? You reach down, oh, what is coming from? I'm talking about a blessing that's put in your bosom. Amen. See, many of us are blessed because of folk who are around us. Amen. 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 See, so he says, now I have to, I have to receive that word. I have to have a good understanding also of the word of how I ought to walk. I have to know how to walk in a way to receive a blessing. If I want good things to happen to me, what do I need to do? What? Be obedient. But uh, just as you would have men to do unto you, do what? That's how I got to walk in there. I want folk to be nice to me, but I ain't nice to nobody. Now when they get hard on me, I'm so sensitive. Why they hard on me? Because you hard on folk. That's why they hard on you. And if you want to walk to a way where people don't get hard on you, don't be hard on folks. Amen. Amen. Show folks some mercy. Amen. I'll buy the law. No, no, baby, put the chair on your back. Uh-uh, we said you, you got to, he, he pulled the chair the chair. <laughs> well, it looked like they limped. I don't care. They never should have done it. They couldn't care the chair. I don't even believe that they heard. Care the chair. <laughs> Now you're in the bed sick with the flu. It's your time to catch. 
So who got the chair, they come put the chair in your face. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I'm sick. No time to carry the chair, though. <laughs> I don't like this competition. <laughs> but it's the truth anyway. Come on, man.
See, salvation is what Christ did for us, and we accepted the sanctification. We have to work along with Christ. Amen. It's kind of like somebody saying, uh, listen, I'm going to pay the down payment on this car, and uh, but I'm going to require you to help pay for the car. No, it's $200 a month. I'm going to require you to come up with $100. Amen. You know what I'm saying? That's to keep the car so, so the car can be set apart for your use. So the car can be sanctified to you, your name on it. Huh? You follow what I'm saying? But now, that, the example that I'm giving is that sanctification is a process that we work together with Christ and the Holy Spirit. I may or may not get sanctified. I may or may not grow because I just, I'm just not going to grow. I'd like to pretend that I'm grown. Mm -hmm. Okay? He said you should abstain from what? Sexual immorality. Then he says, and also he says, this is the will of God, your sanctification. This is the will of God, abstain from sexual immorality. This is the will of God that you should know how to possess your vessel, what? In sanctification and honor. In essence, what he's saying, you got to know yourself. Stop lying to yourself. Fred, don't lie to yourself. If you can't stand to debate with folk without getting angry and fighting, stay out of that debate. No said, I put me on the debate. That moment they push it this, what you said, that you fight. Yes, man. Are you calling me a liar? I'm not lying. No. So he says, I have to know what I can handle and what I can't handle. You follow what I'm saying? Amen. I have to know what I can handle and what I can't handle. I have to possess what? My own vessel. We spend a lot of time trying to sanctify the folk. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's going to be honest. We spend a lot of time. They shouldn't have done that. Know how they did that. We spent a lot of time. But we make excuses for what we do. Amen. God understands that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And we end up and they become more sanctified than us. Amen. Because we don't spend our time trying to get them sanctified. I'm going to help you get saved. All right? He says, uh, not in passion of lust. Like the Gentiles who what? Don't know God. That no one should take advantage of and defraud his brother in this matter. In, the ma in what matter? Sanctification. Let's say somebody's not quite that sanctified. I'm more sanctified. And they come and want to do some unsanctified stuff. I would be defrauding them if they were my brothers and sisters. That's a spiritual quietness. There. That's why the quietness where folk are thinking and they are reflecting. You see, okay, let's move on. Uh, he says, God did not call us to what? But in what? In 
sanctification, in holiness. That, that word is again. Uh, therefore, he who rejects this, mm -hmm. what is this? Reject what? Sanctification, sanctification, holiness, and what I'm, what I'm teaching. You come and say there's nothing to that. He says this does not reject man, but God, who has also given us His what? Right. And see, uh, the teaching that you have, the Holy Spirit is breaking all that down. And I'm going to show you how, just briefly here. Uh, somebody over here, just tell me what have you heard since we've been talking? What have you heard? You heard. And if there's no right or wrong answer, just tell me what you have heard out of what we've done, been over so far in the last 20 minutes. That sanctification is a gift that we may or may not take. Okay. Sanctification is a gift that we may or may not accept. Great. That's true. Over here. Come on. That we grow at different rates. Uh, I'm not to <coughs> criticize somebody because they may be at a different level. And Paul teaches us in 1 Corinthians that we are to be considerate of each other and not cause anybody to stumble because one may be more spiritual than the other. Exactly. And he kind of ties it in right here where he says that we should not take advantage. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. and the front. Come on, Jack. What I get out of it is no one can sanctify you. Only the Holy Spirit can help sanctify you. Right. No person can sanctify you. Right. Right. You have to have a, a desire to please God. Right. Come on, say. That Jesus Christ uh, has uh, has given us salvation, but it's up it's up to us to take part in the sanctification process. We have to be a willing partner. Exactly. The instructions okay. are there, but we've got to take part in it if we want to grow and develop. Uh huh. Y'all come on in. How y'all doing? Hello. Doing good. Y'all get a syllabus, guys. Give them a syllabus there. Maybe have any more back there? Yeah, Okay, that's those, that's these are the ones. Right Y'all come on in. Welcome to the Bible study. We're teaching on sanctification. All right. Have a seat. Amen. And uh, okay, so now uh uh uh, uh, Bonda said that uh, sanctification is a gift that we may or may not accept. Uh, Sister Tyler said that we grow at different rates and we shouldn't make one another stumble. We shouldn't be critical of one another. Uh, Tyler uh, said that, uh, Brother Tyler said that, hold on Tyler, I got it. Uh, Brother Tyler said that you may or may not accept it, but we have to join in with it. Is that what you said? No. What you said? <laughs> <laughs> sanctify you. No person can sanctify you only the help of the Holy Spirit. Okay. No person can sanctify your own Holy Spirit. <laughs> Sam, tell us what you said. I said that um, Jesus Christ has given us salvation, but uh, the sanctification process is there. But in order for you to grow and develop, you're going to have to engage yourself in the process. It's there for you. But you've got to want it. You've got to have a desire and be a willing partner. Exactly. And the process itself, y'all remember we said it's going to require what? Teaching. Uh, it's going to require a knowledge of that teaching, an understanding of that teaching, and a desire to uh, please God. And like you said, you got to want it, that desire, and prayer is going to be in. I agree with that. Okay? Now, what we want to do, and I think we've done some of that today, 
is have a better understanding of what sanctification is. And then we want to see how it is accomplished. I think we've covered some of that. And its impact in the life of the believer. And uh, as a review, we said that no sanctification, no success. Mm -hmm. If I don't sanctify myself, I don't care how much I come to church, how much I do this, uh, no success. And it's going to be much better to come to the teaching ministries so that you can ask questions, so that it's not just shouted at you, it's not just preached to you, it's talked to you. And you can stop the teacher and say, well, I didn't understand that. Explain this or that. What do you think about that? It's very important to uh, try to put in a full day, on Sundays at least. Try to put in a full day, okay? Now, when I know sanctification, have knowledge of sanctification, then I'm going to experience success. And we gave scriptures to where is that uh, he told Joshua uh, that, you know, if he lived a certain way and, and talked a certain way and did certain things, that he was going to make his way prosperous. Mm -hmm. See, that's going to come because of what I do. I don't have to kick a, a drink machine when they say this drink is a dollar. And I've got a dollar. And they said, turn the head of the dollar to the right. I turn the head to the right. And it, and, and it sucks that dollar in there. And then it says, make a selection. And if I see what I want, it's G1. And when I punch G1, it comes out. And that'll work for me. It'll work for everybody else who wants G1. You don't have, huh? You're kicking if it don't come out. And if it doesn't come out, Liz, guess what? Something is wrong with the machine. Because it took my money. And I'm following the instruction. You follow me? So all I'm saying is that this process works for whoever follows the instruction. And I can have my opinions about it. But ultimately, it does not really matter I have to rely upon truth. Go to go to go to uh, uh, John seventeen. Oh Lord, oh Lord, when I think about, oh Lord, let's see what okay. Okay. Go to 17. Okay. We're going to come back some. Yeah, I want to 17, 17. But we're looking at him praying for that sanctification. Uh, and we're looking at uh, what we have taught. Uh, Started verse 13. We're looking at what we have talked about, how Paul said he taught them. And we're kind of looking at the same process with Jesus. Right there, we're kind of looking at the same process. That's John, uh, the seventeenth uh, uh, chapter and the seventeenth verse. You all have a Bible app on your phone. You know, would you like to share this Bible right now? So we can. You got a Bible app? I was trying to pull it up. That's all right. Let me give you this Bible right here, and then you can watch us as we go. Uh, you know, my wife gets on me by reading out loud. I like to hear the word myself. Yes, me too. Me too. So I don't read it. She gets on me, why you got to read out loud? 
Down 17, 17. We're going to start at 17, 13. Come on. Because when you read uh, silence, things be popping in your mind. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's why you got to read it out loud so you can hear yourself. But if you read silence, things just be, you know, you don't be listening really to what you read because other things be popping in your mind. Now that's me. That's right. And I read it aloud so I can hear myself right. read. Right. I can, I can, my spirit can hear the word. Right. Now, other people, that for her, she doesn't have to read a lot. But for me, I have to read a lot so I can hear the word. And I just read a lot. You see? All right, somebody read John 17, 13, and what we're trying to see. What took us there? Uh, 13 or 17? 17 and 13. Okay. Oh, I want to see us walking through that process, and we're talking about what's going to sanctify us. Come on, uh, somebody read that a lot. And now I come to thee. Uh-huh. And these things I speak in the world. Mm -hmm. That they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. Alright, he says he wants him to be in them. He wants his joy to be in them. I'm coming to you, Father. And I've, been, I've given them a lot of joy while I was here. But I'm going to get away from them. Now I want my joy. He didn't just say joy, did he? Mm -hmm. He said he wants whose joy? My joy. My joy. The same joy that kept me while I was here, I want them to have it. But he's going to tell them how they go, I want them to have it. You understand? A lot of times we can't count on other folk to bounce us up. And uh, touch and agree with me. That's fine. I need you to, that's fine. But I got to have my own stuff. I got to have my own salt, pepper, flour. Uh, uh, Jay's mama sent me a cup of sugar. <laughs> what if you're not at home? I gotta wait till you get home and fix my cake? <laughs> I wanna have my own sugar. <laughs> I went in your house and bought you better stay out of my house. <laughs> oh no, whoop, I don't get nothing. <laughs> Come on, Amy. I have given them that word. Oh! Give them that word. That's part of the process. Give them that word. Come on. And the world has hated them because they are not of the world. All right. Even I am not of the world. All right. Look what that word does. Does that kind of separate us? Yes. yes. It kind of brings us out the word. Yes. Preaching won't get you out the word. All right. It make you feel good while you're here. Oh, you just, you know, oh, Lord, I, ooh, I, I needed that. But it won't get you out the word. Yeah. <laughs> Leave here and go right to the word. Mm -hmm. We have a good time at church. Mm -hmm. But he said, I've given them that word. Mm -hmm. And he says that uh, the world has hated them because of that, because they have the real word. Yes. And that word has separated them from the world. Yeah. Yeah. And the world can tell the difference. Yeah. He said, but they hated me too. Mm -hmm. Come on. I pray not that thou should take them out of the world. Don't want you to take them out of the world. I want them to have empire come on every night at the same time. I want you to take them out of the world. I don't want you to close all the liquor stoves up and do this right now. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying drinking is a sin. But sometimes drinking leads to drunkenness. That's when it really gets to be bothersome. You slurred speech. Can't stand up. 
I'm going to go tell somebody off. <laughs> oh, please don't tell them. I'm going to tell them off. Now, that's when drink becomes just a real problem. But he says, don't be drunk with wine. He said, don't drink wine. But don't be drunk with it. Come on, Brother A.D., come on. But that thou should keep them from the evil. Keep them from evil while they're in the world. Listen to that. Come on. They are not of the world, even if I am not of the world. They're not of the world. They don't have a desire to be in the world any longer. Come on. Sanctify them through thy truth. Ooh, boy, you hit on something. Two things that passage talks about. Word. Now it says sanctify them through what? Truth. Then he said, what is true? Thy word is true. Oh, Lord. I got to get the word to get sanctified. Amen. I don't think you're going to be able to listen to you if, you, if you. if it's the word that's going forward. But this little stuff we send to each other on Facebook. They ain't gonna hardly get it sanctified now. <laughs> Come on, on down through 19, I think. All right. And then we're gonna be done. And thou hast sent me into the world. Mm -hmm. Even so have I also sent them into I'm the world. Sent them to the world. Yeah. Come on. And for their sakes, I sanctified myself. Woo! Whoa! Jesus. Why he sanctified himself? Well, they're saved. They're saved. They're saved. That's why, brother, I smoked for a long time when I started pastoring, but I couldn't smoke before the fellowship. Amen. They had to catch me smoking. <laughs> because I needed to sanctify myself for my sake. You understand what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Not that I'm here. Okay, I'm not trying to hide from God, but it's going to hurt yes. this brother to see me sitting there smoking a cigarette, come in, put it out, and then come on, start preaching. Mm -hmm. May not hurt him, but it's going to hurt somebody. Mm -hmm. But I promise you, till I stop, every time I study, I have my cigarette pack right beside me, I have my ashtray, and I have my life. Look like I got it in better. <laughs> 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 but Helen, sometimes I'd have to ride for hours and not smoke. Wouldn't be getting it, but I couldn't smoke. Couldn't go in the bathroom when we were on those bus trips and smoke, come back and get on the bus. I have to wait till we get there and get in the room. Lock up. I'm going to lock it up, y'all. I'm not going to. <laughs> 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 Don't y'all bother passing time. He said, I sanctified myself, so what? That they also might be sanctified through the truth. Amen. It helps to live and walk the truth so we can help others get saved. Amen. What's in the comments? We over. <coughs>